Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 234. You guys, I'm so excited to introduce you to the newest member of Team Jenna Kutcher, Kylie, our podcast manager who is taking over for my sister. And I'm really excited to talk about how I hired her, what this new role has looked like in her life, and kind of her journey that has led her here to managing and producing and rocking the Gold Digger podcast for you. Now, let me tell you, her application stood out among the masses. We had over 500 applications in just a few hours for this role. And so I am so excited to get to introduce you to a woman that I am thrilled to have on my team. And I cannot wait for you to get to know Kylie. Before we dive on into today's show, I want to read a review from Laura Boyd. And it is titled Real Honest Effective Advice. It says every episode of the Gold Digger podcast is full of honest stories and advice about how to grow in business or entrepreneurship from Jenna. The way she has grown her business and the fact that she is willing to pull back the curtain are reasons why this podcast is one of the few to which I subscribe. Thank you, Jenna, for your honesty and pouring into others. Thank you so much, Laura, for taking the time to leave a review. I know we say it on every show, but trust me, Kylie would thank you greatly if you took a second to leave a review. If you're tuning in every single week and you're getting this free content that we work so hard on, let me tell you, we work really hard on this content. It would be so awesome if you just took a second to subscribe, to share it with a friend or to leave a review. It is the number one way you can support us and all the hard work we're doing. So without further ado, let me introduce you to my right-hand gal, Kylie. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru, Jenna Kutcher, will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. 
Thanks to Bombas for supporting Gold Digger. Bombas are comfortable socks made from super soft natural cotton with many colors, patterns, lengths, and styles for any occasion. For every pair purchased, they donate a pair to someone in need. Get 20% off your first purchase by going to bombas.com slash gold digger. Thanks to Trip Actions for supporting Gold Digger. Trip Actions rewards travelers for saving their company money and they'll reward you for checking them out. Go to tripactions.com slash gold digger, complete a 30-minute demo with a Trip Actions account executive, and get 20% off booking fees in 2019. Oh, Kylie, you have become a theme in my life. I feel like every single day I say, I am so thankful for Kylie. So welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Jenna. I had no idea I'd be doing this interview today, so I'm just very thrilled to be here. Well, that is exactly what it's like working for Jenna Kutcher. And guys, we had a guest who couldn't make it for their interview. And so I gave Kylie a 20 minute notice and said, hey, I'm going to interview you for the show. So get ready. We're going to do this. So (laughs) that is kind of in a nutshell what it's like to work for me. But for people who don't know you, which is pretty much our entire audience, walk us through kind of who Kylie is, what has led you to this current position and just kind of your journey. I want to hear your story. I feel like I'm on another interview with you, like for the job, but I already have the job. (laughs) Well, you can take a deep breath because you are hired and now it is time to share the good stuff. Uh, That's three great words. You are hired. So I have had a very interesting career trajectory, if I do say so myself. I applied to a big state university to be a theater student, only to find out two months later that they were getting rid of the theater program. So it was kind of like immediately entering this real world, looking at my future career that I was told, you know what, actually, you're going to have to flip everything on its head and think about what you want to do because we don't offer that anymore. So I really took a step back and then my freshman year of college was like, what do I really want to do? What am I passionate about? And what it all came down to was storytelling. That's why I loved theater and performing because I loved having an audience, sharing a story, but also on the flip side of that, that I didn't really get to explore with theater is hearing other people's stories and having a more interactive storytelling experience. That's what I love and what I was passionate about. So I rolled into a journalism degree program, graduated from J school only to find that, you know what? Journalists don't make any money. <laughs> like none. Shoot. <laughs> and I was still passionate about the storytelling aspects. But what I did find through interning through the last half of my senior year in college is that the storytelling and journalism can be super rigid. And I am more of an entertainment person, I think. You know, I like to entertain with my stories and I like to interject what I feel and what I think. And journalism, you're not really supposed to interject your own opinion. So I started looking for a unique opportunity that would let me still tell stories and still play off my journalism degree that I just worked so hard for. And I found this really cool position called the Young and Free Maine Spokester. And that spokester is a a proprietary term of the company I worked for. (laughs) But really, it was an opportunity to represent 18 to 25 year olds, you know, millennials for a financial institution in my home state of Maine and travel all around for the year 
in a bright green car where all my gas was paid for. And I got to blog and vlog and create content and appear at events and promote something that's really important, you know, financial responsibility as a millennial, but also still have more fun with my storytelling. So I applied for this job where I had to submit a video and tell everyone why I'd be really good at it in 60 seconds. And I ended up getting the job. And that was where this whole always looking for my next big thing and always looking for a unique next opportunity. I kind of got addicted to that search. And right after I wrapped my year term as the Young and Free Maine spokester and learned so much and had incredible opportunities and was always on the road, I saw a listing. I'm not kidding you. Someone sent this to me. It was a package of Oreo cookies and One Direction was plastered on the front and they were looking for someone called the 1D VIP tour correspondent to go on tour with One Direction for an entire summer and make videos and write blogs and connect fans at home with the concert experience online because their entire tour sold out like a year in advance. And then also talk about Oreo Nabisco products. So same thing. I had to submit a video, 60 seconds or less, saying why I'd be good at the job. And after a very strenuous Skype interview, several Skype interviews, they told me I got the job. And what it came with was a summer literally on the road. Well, I guess in the air, flying from city to city, touring with One Direction. So crazy. (laughs) Can we like link to these videos in the show notes? That would be amazing. Oh God, Uh, we certainly could, but let me just say my production value has really grown since my summer on the road, but it was just so eye-opening for me to see something of that scale in person and to be part of it. And I was, a, you know, I'm a living, breathing female. Of course, I was a fan of One Direction. So it kind of wrapped up everything that I loved, music and storytelling and traveling all into one dream job. And so I did that for a year and then came back to reality. And I was like, okay, now what? You know, I got off the road. It was a contract position. I was still kind of looking for that next big thing. But the company I worked for doing the Young and Free Maine spokesman position said, look, we really loved what you did you know, for our millennial audience. Can you do it for our entire audience? And so I, I hopped into a more corporate position, corporate content creation, and I loved it. I mean, they let me work from home, which seemed to have been a theme throughout my career to really get stuff done outside of the walls of a cubicle. But I learned more how to sit at a table with suits and be this, you know, not so confident on the inside 24, 25 year old, but still be able to hold my own in these, you know, high level discussions about financial technology, which was kind of dry for me at the time, but still valued the experience. I did that for about a year and a half. And that was about the time where I was kind of wanting to flex my creativity muscles a little bit more. And I had built a really cool audience from being on the road with One Direction. And I still started creating videos and I had my own YouTube channel. And that's when a local radio station was like, hey, we need videos. Why don't you come and do some video production for us and we'll pay you in concert tickets. And I was like, (laughs) I'm so there for that. So I just kind of started hanging out and volunteering. So I had these like two different lives, you know, I'm like corporate financial Kylie during the day, creating content. And then at night I was going to concerts and events and shooting event recaps and hanging out with the DJs that I had grown up with, having just the time of my life when 
I heard through the grapevine that the morning show host for the kind of landmark morning show on the top 40 radio station I grew up with, she was moving and leaving her post that she had held for 19 years. And, uh, you know, they kind of, they invited me to come and hang out on the air one morning after she had left because they needed us, you know, a third body in the room or so that's what they told me. Like, just come hang out on the air. Like, it'll be great. It'll be fun. You can shoot some video of it. 90 seconds into my first show, just quote, hanging out. They offered me the position to be a morning show host on the morning show I grew up listening to. <laughs> uh, was this on air or off air? It was off air. Okay, thank God. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. They wouldn't have had like enough bleeps in the world uh, <laughs> for my reaction. So I very quickly accepted the position, uh, obviously, but I did get a little bit of pushback in my personal life. You know, people were looking at my day job in the financial tech world, like it's so comfy. There's security there. You're working from home versus this radio job where you're going to have to get up at 4 a.m., every day. And uh, it's going to be stressful and a lot of pressure. But it was kind of like the easiest yes I've ever had to say other than when my fiance proposed. That was a pretty easy yes too. But I was a morning show host for three years in Maine until, you know, speaking of my fiance, he had a great opportunity to move to New York City and build his dreams. So that's where I am now. And that's how with a brief intermission of working gig work and doing some freelancing stuff in the city, my path led me to you, Jenna. Which is so crazy. Okay, so let's talk about this because it was so interesting. I'll paint my side of the picture and then you have to paint yours because I'm sure it's going to be kind of funny. So about a couple months before my maternity leave was scheduled to begin, aka the child was arriving, <laughs> my sister texted me and she said, Hey, Jen, I got to talk to you. Do you have time to give me a call? And so I gave her a call. And for those of you that are faithful listeners of the show, you've heard me and my sister talk on the show a couple different times. And she was in the current role that Kylie is now in. And she told me very nervously, like, Jen, I think I'm going to go back to school and I feel like I need to get back into nursing. And I'm just really nervous. I don't want to leave you high and dry. And something that I've always told my team, and I say this with the best like intention possible is that you are replaceable in the sense of you're not totally screwing me over if there's a bigger dream on your heart. And so I was talking to my sister and I was like, no, like, I'm really excited for you. I'm so excited that you feel confident in your next move. But the timing kind of stinks. <laughs> and so Kate and I were trying to figure out like, how are we going to make a hire? And how is it going to be the right hire? And I had never actually even gone to the internet to hire every person on my team came as a means of recommendation. And so it was honestly like really daunting and scary because I was like, I need someone really good. And I need to get them quick and I need them to be available soon. And we've got to make this work. So we kind of had a ticking time bomb of my sister starting school and of course, the baby coming. And so it was really funny because in some of the podcast episodes previously, I talked about hiring via LinkedIn. And I had never done it myself, but I had looked into it. And so I decided, hey, I'm going to take my own advice. And I'm going to hire via LinkedIn. And so 
we were a little nervous to put it out there into the world because we knew that a lot of people were going to apply. We get job applications and things and resumes sent in every single day for people eager to work for us. And I, I mean, Kylie, you know this, like our team is very small. Very, very, very small. And so we posted one Instagram story and one post in our Facebook group. And we had over 500 applicants within the first, I think, four hours. Um, Isn't that crazy? And I (laughs) remember seeing your application, which honestly wasn't even truly an application. It was just sharing your LinkedIn profile. And right away, I just remembered you, which is so... So interesting. <laughs> I, oh, I one so. of the, isn't it's still it funny cool to hear about it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like one of the things that was awesome about using LinkedIn, and this show is not sponsored by them, but one of the coolest things was is that I was able to type in different keywords, and then if anyone's profile had those keywords, it would kind of filter through. And I knew I wanted someone with experience, and I knew I wanted someone that could work from home, and I knew I wanted someone that was like a go getter. And so I had typed in like podcast and radio and whatever. And then Kylie, you like kind of just sifted up to the top and we started talking. So what was it like? How did you hear about the job? What did that whole thing look like? Because we moved very quickly. Yeah, it was like one morning I woke up and all of a sudden I was employed by Jenna Kutcher. (laughs) And I was just like part of this thing that's like so big. So I had been actively kind of looking for more full-time work in the content creation space. And, you know, New York City, it sounds like it would be the great place to find that kind of work. And it is highly competitive and really low paying because they think (laughs) they can get, you know, someone fresh out of college and sure they can. And that person can do the job. But, you know, I have experience and I was looking for a more unique job that had autonomy and would allow me to be creative. And in the back of my mind, I was like, wouldn't it be cool if I could still work from home, but not really expecting that to be a reality being that I moved to New York City. And it feels like, you know, everyone is just cramming into the subways every morning to go to their jobs in actual offices. You know, backing up a little bit, I had been, I was at the gym, I got a text message from my old hairstylist who I hadn't spoken to I don't know, over a year probably since I moved to New York City. And she's so sweet, Amanda. She said she sent me a link and a screenshot of your Facebook post. And she said, there's this girl that I knew from high school and she's built some pretty amazing things. She has like a million followers and she's hiring someone for a job that I think you'd be perfect for. I was like, okay, well, I'm mid rep right now. So let me like get (laughs) ready and kind of process this. And it's so strange how opportunities, perfect opportunities can present themselves when, you know, when you're least expecting it or where you're looking in the wrong places. And that's what it felt like. So I hurried up the stairs. I have a gym in my building, thankfully, and hurried up the stairs and instantly sent out my stuff via LinkedIn. And it was, yeah, it was just like a click a button and like share my info with Jenna. It was like as simple as that. And I had actually intended to like go back and send a more formal cover letter and resume. You know, I was really going to do it upright. And then I realized like 20 minutes later, you had messaged me. (laughs) I I moved quickly, clearly. (laughs) Yeah. And when, you know, when Amanda, my friend had told me, you know, she's looking to hire someone fast, you know, in my mind, I had been operating in a space where I would apply for a job 
traditionally sending in a resume and cover letter. I would wait a month. I would get a call. I would have a meeting two or three weeks later, and then I would have a second meeting. And it would be this long, drawn-out process only to find out that they had gone another direction for whatever reason. And I heard back from you within 20 minutes of sending my LinkedIn profile. It's like, okay, this feels like it could be the right thing. That was how the whole application process started for me. And it was just funny that it's someone that I hadn't spoken to in so long, you know, thought of me, I was kind of in their brain space or top of mind for them to share your name with me and this incredible opportunity to work for you. It just, everything felt like the stars had aligned in that moment. And I don't get super like mystical and magical and, but this really felt like the right position for me. It It was was true. It was like, it was funny because so when I started going through applications, I was literally searching for the right keywords. And there were so many amazing applicants. I mean, I was getting emails and videos sent to me and DMs and texts. And, you know, people were coming out of the woodwork for this position. And it was it was really overwhelming because I can tell, you know, on this show, we talk so much about like outsourcing and creating a team. And I understand why people don't do it or why they're hesitant because it's really overwhelming. It's a lot of pressure. You feel like you have to ask the perfect questions and you have to go through all these series of interviews. And if I've learned anything, especially in hiring you, Kylie, it was like, trust your gut. And Along with you, I had spoken with three other women that were qualified or had experience in the podcasting space, and I just kept going back to you. And it was so interesting because if I wasn't on such a tight deadline, I would love to believe that I would have done more of an extensive (laughs) process. Like We would have actually gotten on Skype and I would have had questions prepared. But at the same point too, like I have learned so much as a CEO to like trust my intuition and to really believe like that my gut instinct is going to be okay. And there is this night that Drew and I we were getting ready for bed and and I was trying to make a decision and I knew I wanted to make a decision in the next few days and it was between you and one other girl and I was like ah oh, like and I was kind of telling him the pros and cons and and everything and I was like you know what I think I should just hire them both <laughs> and he was like yeah do it and so we ended up hiring Brooklyn for an entirely separate position but it was pretty incredible because you were technically like my first hire ever that had to go through any sort of a process. So what was it like when I was like, hey, do you want to jump on the phone? Like, let's talk. (laughs) Well, I I mean, I feel like I was sweating the same amount that I'm sweating currently. (laughs) Luckily, I have not changed out of my workout gear yet today. You know, I was a little bit nervous hopping on the phone with you, but you treated the interview, if we can even really call it that, you treated it, you know, more like a conversation. You know, I got to get to know you and what your goals were for this position and where you wanted to take the podcast over the next, you know, the foreseeable future. And that made me feel more comforted, I think, in the conversation because I wasn't on the spot to give you all the answers in that moment. I was just kind of free to tell you what my past experience was and how it could really contribute to 
what you want to do with the podcast over the next year and beyond. But yeah, definitely was perspiring <laughs> a little bit. And I was like trying, and I'm sure you can relate to this, like shushing my dogs and like trying. It's like as soon as you press record or answer the phone, that's when they need you immediately and they're going to be noisy about yes, it. Yes, <laughs> 100%. I remember too in your first like correspondence to me, you were talking about your love of dogs and I was like, all right, she gets it. She gets it. So it was pretty pretty awesome. I decided to hire you. I think it was probably within like a few days of initially yeah. contacting. And then we had to quickly book you a flight out to Minnesota. And something that I've never been able to do before or never really invested in is training like in-person training. And it was really important for me because you were entering the team at a really weird season of transition. And and I knew that I wanted one to like have the handoff be as seamless as possible since you're stepping in at a really busy time while we were preparing for maternity leave, but also to just kind of give you a taste of the brand let you see kind of where we live. And then also to make sure you feel equipped to stand on your own when I'm on leave, because technically you're working for me for a few months while I'm still pregnant. And then I'm logging off for a few months and you're expected to still do this job that you're just (laughs) starting. So what was it like coming to Duluth, Minnesota and training with my sister? And what was that kind of process like? First impressions, Duluth has the most adorable airport I have ever seen. (laughs) Tiny. It's it's literally a room. And I came down the escalator and someone walked in the door and was like, yeah, Bob, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. (laughs) It was amazing, actually. And I'm so glad we did it in that way. I was able to meet with Kate and the first day was kind of just a jam session at your, what is it, caribou coffee oh, shop? Yes, <laughs> is yes. that what it is? You got it. Um, we did kind of like, it felt like I was going on a blind date. Like, hey, I'm here. I'm the girl in the blue sweater. Yeah, I'm the girl wearing the white. <laughs> Found each other. And she was able to walk me through all of the systems that she and that you and your team had built over, you know, the last year of getting the podcast off the ground. And I have to say, you know, mega shout out to Kate. And I have shouted her out a thousand times just kind of by myself in my apartment in New York. (laughs) She built so many incredible systems that I was able to jump in and immediately start using and then also kind of adapt for my own workflow and organization. So just being there in person with her and like, you know, sitting side by side with her laptops was so key. I'm I'm sure we could have pulled it off, you know, online or over the phone or whatever, Skyping in, but it was better to be there with her in person. So those like immediate questions could just be answered. And those little things that pop up that are, you know, not super important, but little technical things that I'd need to know while I'm doing this job. And then we got to go to lunch and I got to meet you and you brought me to what did you Pizza say? You, your, yeah, you said you had your engagement party there or something. Yes. Is that what it was? So that was cool to meet you. It was it didn't feel, you know, like a work sesh. We were just kind of, you know, talking, getting to know each other. You know, meanwhile, I, you know, had talked to you on the phone a week prior and that was my first interaction with you ever, you know, personally. And now I'm sitting in front of you and getting to talk about, you know, life and your and your big dreams. And then we we're also just talking about our relationships and stuff. And so it was just cool to relate to Kate and you kind of like on a friend personal level. And that kind of gave me a vibe of, you know, what it was going to be like to work with you on your team. 
and the getting to Duluth, this is more of, you know, not so work related, but Duluth <laughs> is gorgeous. It's so pretty. It is. You guys got to yeah. come visit. It is. Yeah. It's kind of fun too, when you get to see someone's city and like kind of imagine their life there, you know, it, yeah. it kind of paints a picture in a different way. And it's such an interesting city. Although, you know, the snow and stuff you could probably do without like the negative 30 degrees oh, and stuff. Yeah. I know you have a rough there, but girl, I grew up in Maine, which isn't, you know, as as bad as Minnesota, but we do get our fair share of snow. So I get it. But yeah, no, being out there and getting to do two full days of training in person, I think was just really key because then the second day, you know, once we had gone over kind of the more technical aspects of the job and what was expected on a day to day and what things had to be done on the second day with Kate, we just kind of opened our laptops and heads down and I worked on some tasks and she worked on some things. And so I was immediately able to take over some of the things that she was doing day to day. So it couldn't have been any more smooth. I mean, it was like straight skippy. It was awesome. There's a reason half of business travelers do not use their company's chosen travel management platform. Booking business travel is still outdated, time-consuming, and costly. If you're frustrated with your company's travel management program, check out Trip Actions. They take the pain out of corporate travel with a complete solution that helps businesses save and keeps employees happy. Trip Actions works so well because it's the first travel management platform designed from the ground up with the road warrior in mind. It's easy to book your company's business travel via the app or desktop. With 24-7 support around the globe and incentives for employees to save on travel expenses, companies big and small see over 90% adoption and save up to 34% on travel spend when they use Trip Actions. Companies from Lyft to Sarah Lee's Frozen Bakery use Trip Actions for their business travel. Trip Actions rewards travelers for saving their company money and they'll reward you just for checking them out. This month only go to tripactions.com slash gold digger, complete a 30 minute demo with a trip actions account executive, and you'll get 20% off booking fees in 2019 tripactions.com slash gold digger for a free demo and 20% off booking fees in 2019. Again, it's tripactions.com slash gold digger reshape your company's business travel with trip actions. How often do you think about your socks? Not much, right? I recently discovered socks that change the way I think about them. They're called Bombas. Bombas are comfortable socks made from super soft natural cotton. They come with arch support, a seamless toe, a cushioned footbed that's comfy, but it's not too thick. And they have tons of colors, patterns, lengths, and styles. They look great in the gym, at the office, even on date night. But there's more to Bombas than their comfy, colorful socks. Did you know that socks are the number one requested item at homeless shelters? Bombas wanted to do something about it. So for every Bombas purchase you make, they donate a pair of socks to someone in need. I rarely gave socks a second thought, but Bombas special philanthropic mission. I mean, I'm thinking about socks in a whole new way. Plus, they're seriously cute and comfy, especially the original ankle socks that I wear to the gym. Get 20% off your first purchase by going to bombas.com slash gold digger. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash gold digger for 20% off. It was really cool too, from a standpoint of investment in the sense of investing in your team, because 
I wanted my sister to be able to leave with like a clean break and like feeling awesome about what she had accomplished because she had done so much. And I also wanted you to step in and and be given the autonomy to create new systems and new ways and have new ideas, but also to just learn how we had been doing things. And when I look at the podcast in the two years we've been in existence, the first year it was just me and Caitlin, and I do not know how we made it go. And then once we got my sister, we're like, what did we ever do before Kate? And then obviously, once you came along, the same exact thing. And I mean, I don't think anyone ever expects podcasting to be as much work as it is. It's a full time job. Like it is such a full time job. And so it was really amazing. One thing that totally cracked me up is the fact that so Kylie gets hired like within a week and then she books her flights out to Duluth, Minnesota. And didn't your mom say something like, you haven't even met this person. (laughs) They're on the internet. Like, how do you know this is not catfish? Yeah, exactly. She still thinks Facebook is just one big virus. So (laughs) explaining it to her, she's like, well, okay, sweetie, just check in when you land. (laughs) So, so funny. Okay. So how has it been settling into your new role, your new position? And obviously, how has it been working with your new boss? It's been just absolutely lovely. <laughs> Every day. I'm not paying I... her to say this, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could send me that bonus anytime now. <laughs> um, no, it truly has been. You know, Jenna, I've shared this with you time and time again. I kind of felt lost in my first, you know, eight or nine months here in the city. I had given up, you know, truly a dream job to come cheer on my fiance, Chris, in his dreams. And would not change that decision because, you know, we're a team and that's what you do. Um, But I was like, what is here for me in New York? I'd never lived out of my home state. And it wasn't until I started jamming on the Gold Digger podcast every day and like really getting in there and creating my own systems and seeing how everything flowed and seeing that I was really, really good at this work that I felt, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be right now. This is the job I'm supposed to have for where I am in my life. And so every day I get to hop out of bed and just really feel like what I'm doing has value and I'm passionate about it. And I can see the needle moving, you know, based on what I'm doing every day, which I'm not sure a lot of people can say that about their daily jobs. It's so cool to be on a small team where, you know, I can speak up and offer an idea and then we put it into action the next day. And then, oh my gosh, we see results from it. Now that's not, it felt like the first three weeks, the universe threw us every challenge (laughs) we possibly could have had. It's actually true. He's like, did I like break something? What is going on? But I think it was like the universe's way of like giving you ownership on something that maybe you wouldn't have felt pure ownership because you really do own this process and this podcast. You do. Yeah. I mean, I, I, feel that 1000%. (laughs) Now it's, I mean, it's a great feeling, but I thought at first I had brought all this like bad juju to the show. (laughs) You know, we disappeared from iTunes and, you know, I feel like I've kind of erased the rest of the hurdles we had to cross because they were a little bit scarring, but we kind of, you know, we made it through and it just so happened that they all fell as I was starting and learning my way through this job. Well, and I love to, I mean, there are so many things about you that continue to just like surprise me and inspire me daily. But, you know, for me, 
I am not a super hands-on boss. Like I want my team to have ownership. I want them to own their process and to really feel like they are not just a part of the team, but like they are making things happen. And, you know, this season preparing for maternity leave has honestly been one of the hardest seasons of entrepreneurship because I feel like I am trying to just check off boxes every day so that I can fully rest. And so having someone like you who can just step in and say, I don't have all the answers and I don't know all the things, but I'm going to get to work has been incredible. And I think that a lot of times with entrepreneurs and business owners, like you start this business and you never imagine yourself becoming the boss, you know, like you are the visionary, you are the creative, you are the creator. And then all of a sudden you are a people manager. And I know for me, like that's been a really hard piece of it because I still love creating and I love making content. But suddenly when you have a team of six people who all need something, your days look a lot different. And so you have been a go-getter from day one. And also you are an organizational freak. So can you (laughs) give our listeners any tips on just organizing processes or creating better workflows? Because I honestly feel like that is one of your biggest gifts. Well, thank you. I... I'm a freak about Google Docs. I think that would be my very first step is like, if it can be put into a spreadsheet, get doing it and color code the heck out of it. (laughs) That's what I did my first two (laughs) weeks on the job was I looked at a lot of the information that we were keeping track of just through the inbox as emails came in with like guest headshots, because there's all this behind the scenes stuff that happens before that podcast actually goes live and, you know, graces the the social feeds and everything. It's, you know, you do the interview, but the graphics get sent out to the designer and they come back and then we write the captions, we get everything prepped. And so I found myself kind of sifting through the old inbox, you know, trying to find all these pieces and not knowing if they were available yet. And so I said, okay, what I need for me to do this job most effectively is a content tracker kind of like a lead tracker or something you would have in sales. So every episode is listed out and it sounds kind of like a no brainer thing. But when I really started, you know, putting some muscle into it, there was like little things that I could add to this tracker that made my everyday go much smoother. So, I mean, there's a field, it's so big. I mean, the field, it almost seems like overkill sometimes, but it's helped me be more effective and more organized and keeping track of the graphics that come in and then the little audio clips that we put up on the Instagram stories, you know, I'm able to check off when that's done or when I have captions for you to approve and when they're finally approved, just getting it all into one place so I can visualize where I am as far as, you know, checking things off my to-do list. That was my first order of business. And I'm so thankful I spent those two weeks while Kate was still on, you know, more (laughs) handling the day-to-day stuff, getting that in place so I could put it into action, you know, when I was running things myself. I did the same with, you know, our guest tracker. We get, when Kate told me that you get, you know, hundreds of emails a week for submissions to the show, that is not an exaggeration. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) You know, super qualified, you know, super smart, you know, tons of people that have plenty to offer an episode, (laughs) way more than me. (laughs) But (laughs) we, so I built a guest tracker, the same thing. So I could kind of keep track of when they first reached out to us or when we first reached out to somebody that, you know, we would like to have on the show. So now I have 
all of these, you know, workflow documents, all these trackers, just that's how I organize my day. And while it sounds complex on the surface, it has simplified my daily workflow so much. It has been so helpful for me too, to be able to just pop in and see where you're at with things. Because a lot of times with my team, since we love to batch work and we truly do batch work, I could go an entire week with just checking in on Kylie and not necessarily working side by side with her on something. So it's been amazing to be able to see progress and to see where she's at or to see what she needs help with via using the documents that she's created and the way that she tracks everything so that I don't have any questions and it saves a lot of back and forth. But you inspired me to create like a master content schedule so the entire team can see what's coming up and what's going on when I'm on leave and what blog posts and what episodes and what ad sponsors and all of the things. And you have just inspired me to like get <laughs> my type A tendencies that somewhere disappeared in the last six years to get yeah, them back, girl. which has been so, so awesome. Has anything really surprised you about the role that you didn't expect? I am not so sure it was surprising. I think I anticipated getting a taste of this, but the overwhelming support and community that you have built through this podcast and you know your other channels it's so impressive to me you know we for example you know you'll put up like an inspirational quote on the gold digger podcast instagram account and the ladies who tag each other to boost each other up, who are reaching out to you in the DMs to say thankful in a way that, you know, you've motivated them in their business or in their life. It is this infectious energy of, you know, just cheering everyone on all the time. And I don't, I can't say I was surprised by it, but just more blown away of the magnitude and the reach that this show has and that I get to play a part of it was just you know, humbling and exciting and inspiring all at the same time. It's like, now I want to go launch my own podcast. And like, when am I going to start my own business like this? And, you know, Chris, my fiance is getting in on it. He's like, I love what Jen is doing. This is so cool. So it's just been so cool to kind of roll into your little hurricane right now, you know, as you're preparing for maternity leave and everything's kind of going full steam ahead to hop on the train and be a part of it. That has been just so cool to be a part of this community from this side. Well, our community is pretty amazing. And it is funny because a lot of times when I meet people and they ask like, well, what do you do? One, it just always feels really complicated. But two, <laughs> when I'm like, oh, I have a podcast and I teach online courses, I feel like people say it like, oh, that's so cool. Like in a way of like, it must be a hobby. And it's like, right. no, no, no. If you knew how incredible our community is and how powerful it is, it would just totally change your perception of what it is that we do. So I want to know, like, what are you most excited about with the podcast? Because this year is going to be just a huge focus on Gold Digger. I mean, we are working so hard on getting the best guests and putting out the best content and really just keeping the show like top of the chart. So what are you most excited about? I'm really excited about, I'm not sure, can I share this? That yeah. you have your little dream up doc, yeah. which I love about you. I love that you have in our mess of the uh, Google doc, you know, the Google drive, all things gold digger in one place. You have a document that's just intended 
for brainstorming big ideas and some of the things you put on there, bringing this podcast beyond, you know, earbuds and into the real world has got me really excited. I think I keep viewing these ideas for gold digger podcast meetups, similar to when I would go to like a meetup of Hanson fans yes. for a show <laughs> where everyone is there for the same reason, because they love the thing, you know, they love Hanson or they love gold digger podcast. And it brings that community in real life. You know, you're not just commenting on Instagram threads anymore. You're making like real connections with people. So I'm pretty amped about the possibility for some gold digger meetups but I'm also really excited to just keep jamming on building a guest list of bigger and more impressive and like just dominating forces, these dominating women in business and entrepreneurship and like seeing what magic they will bring to the show. I mean, I get giddy when I book someone for you and I like cannot wait to tell you like, look who we have, look who's going to be sharing your story with us. So I think I have ongoing excitement for the guests that are coming up and like the to be determined guests that we haven't even, you know, connected with yet because so far I have just been I almost starstruck emailing some of these people that <laughs> you get to talk to. I'm like, hold on, let me just slide into their DMs real quick. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited too because you know what I'm most excited about for 2019 is the fact that I'm giving myself space for the first time in years. When I look at the last five years of running a business, I've been on planes every single month and I've been kind of on other people's schedules. And when we found out we were having a baby, I just knew like I want to be home more and I want to give myself space to dream again. And it's just been really fun to do this alongside of you because I honestly think maternity leave is like the best opportunity for you to be able to be given the ability to like create the systems that you want to create and figure out what works the best for you. And then when I come back, it is like idea central, dreaming central. We are going to go big. We are not going home. And so I am like so excited about some of the things we've talked about, whether it's live interviews where people can come watch while we interview people for the show or me. <laughs> meetups or things like that. And I'm just really excited about the possibilities and the things we're thinking of because this show is not going anywhere and it's Please really going to be I a focus. Talk. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So last question. I need to know, what are you currently binge watching? Anything good? Oh my gosh. Okay. What did I just finish? I feel like this is going to be a little bit dated because of when we're recording this, but I just finished The Haunting of Hill House, which wasn't as scary as people said it was going to be. I haven't even um, heard of that. Oh. oh. It's on Netflix? Yeah. Okay. Dive in. I think it's based on a book. People were saying it's like the scariest you know, TV series they've ever seen and they were fainting. I would have to say... <laughs> Not true. Did not live up to that hype, but it's very a uh, beautiful story. It's like very beautifully told. But as far as like my secret guilty pleasure binge watching, I just realized, and we talked about this, that the new season of Below Deck yes! is on demand. So we've been I, watching I, it. <laughs> 
oh god it feels good to get that off my chest right (laughs) guys we are like so funny me and kylie will message about like the funniest tv shows and we're like wait you watch that too oh thank god now we can talk about it it is so funny Yes, we are kindred spirits. Oh my gosh. Well, we won't give out all of our DVR guilty pleasures because Mm -mm. that would just be a little bit embarrassing. Mm -hmm. But where can everybody connect with you and learn more about you? Because you are an incredible woman. You have such an incredible story and you have been such an integral piece of this team. And I know I tell you this often and I hope it's often enough, but you are making such a difference for not just me, but for the thousands and thousands of listeners of this show it could not go on without you and so we just want to say thank you and where can we find you jenna thank you thank you thank you i love this job more and more every single day and it feels so good to work for someone and work on a team where you're recognized for your hard work every day i feel like that doesn't really happen in a lot of you know larger corporate positions so it's just it's so cool to be on this team so thank you But you can find me online, kyliekeen.com is my blog and my portfolio and some videos, probably some from when I was on tour with One (laughs) Direction. So you can find those there and you can follow me on Instagram. It's kyliekeenNYC. Awesome. Okay, guys, go find her, but nobody can snatch her because she is mine and I am not letting her look for the (laughs) next best thing. She is done with that search. (laughs) Not yet, not Um, yet. But thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for joining my team. And girl, welcome to Team Jenna Kutcher, where we do things quickly. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when I woke up this morning, had no idea I'd be here. So thank you, Jenna. It's been a wild ride. (laughs) Well, that was so fun, you guys. I literally gave Kylie just 20 minutes notice and said, guess what? You're going to be on the podcast and what an amazing woman she is. I am so thankful for my small but mighty team that is just helping me to get my message to the masses. I literally could not do this without them. And it's been so incredible to just get the right people in the right places so that I really can take time off and rest. And it's something that I never really dreamt possible for my business. But with people like Kylie, it is possible. I love in her story how she's put herself out there for some crazy jobs and just how she was waiting for the right opportunity. And it just so happened to be on Team Jenna Kutcher. She truly is a go-getter. She has taken the bull by the horns, and we have some really big, exciting plans for the Gold Digger podcast for 2019. I am so excited that you got to meet the newest member of the team, and I am just so grateful that you are a piece of this amazing community that we got to talk about today. If you know of anyone that needs a little Gold Digger in their life, would you take a screenshot and share it with them? It is honestly the way that we continue to keep growing and stay at the top of the chart. What an amazing journey this show has taken me on. And I can tell you, we are just getting started. Until next time, Gold Diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And a huge shout out to Kylie for making this show possible. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.